So here's a fun story. One time, me and Kevin went to Halloween Horror Nights, and while we were there, we naturally got talking about our underwear. Always seems to happen at a Halloween Horror Nights. Sure. But this is when Kevin first told me about MeUndies. Uh, I'd heard about MeUndies from a lot of people, but for whatever reason, Kevin was the one that really sold me on them, and I've made the switch, and I'm so happy that I did. They're so comfortable, they don't crinkle up. Sometimes it doesn't even feel like I'm wearing anything. Nothing at all. It's stupid sexy flanders. And they come <laughs> in, in great patterns that are super fun. Uh, right now, what am I wearing right now? Uh, oh, I got the Office on right now. The Office version, Dunder Mifflin. Nice, I got some wolves. Super fun patterns and super buttery smooth and just the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. And we want you guys to enjoy MeUndies as much as we do. So right now, if you go to cultusplat.com slash MeUndies, that's cultusplat.com slash MeUndies, and click on build a pack, you can get 30% off packs of three, six, or 10. That is a good deal. It is a good deal. In fact, it's a great deal. So go get it. Get yourself some comfy ass undies and put your ass in some me undies. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Cult of Splat. I am your host, Taylor Bartle, joined, as always, by Mr. Kevin Nesgoda. Yo. How are you it's today, good. sir? Uh, it was, again, we go back to the weather, but it was fucking hot today. It was like 103 before, like, 11 a.m. And talk about the weather. It's only 90 now, though. Oh, only at 630. Yeah. I think it's supposed to get down to 85 by the time we go to bed. I mean, we're at 74, so. I would kill for 74. <laughs> 74 sounds delightful. Yes. But it's a Seattle 74. Yeah. Which is warm. I, I, I like a nice 55. That's very Seattle. <clears throat> my, my favorite outfit is a hoodie and shorts. If I can get away with wearing a hoodie and shorts all day, every day, I absolutely would. I can't remember the last time I wore a hoodie and shorts at the same time. <laughs> Probably the last time you were up here. Probably. <laughs> uh, so before we get into the show, uh, we've got a little business we want to take care of. You may have seen this on social media by now, but if you haven't, we are doing a virtual live show. <gasps> we are. When? October 15th. Ooh, spooky. It's not so spooky. We're going to be talking about the movie Super Troopers. I love uh, that movie. A lo- Who doesn't love that movie? Everybody loves that movie, except for critics, and that's why we're doing that movie. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I can tell you one person who loves that movie, and that is our good friend Max Zaleski from Without a Cause Wrestling, who will be our special guest on that episode. Tickets yeah. are only a mere $5.00. Uh, you can get them now at cultusplat.com slash events. So come and Do join it. us. It's going to be a good time. It will be a good time. I may drink and Taylor may be coming up from a Vegas pool. Who knows? <laughs> I probably won't be as drunk as I was last time. <laughs> He's not that drunk. Oh, wait, that's a different broken li- lizard movie. <laughs> 
which yeah. actually comes the following week. <laughs> My bad. Cut that. Spoilers. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, I'll probably be drinking, though. I'll, I'll, I'd have a beer. Uh, uh, I'd have eight beers. I mean, it's a win it. So uh, today, back on track, we are kicking off, as it were, Hey-o. the uh, the NFL season by talking about a football movie. Yes? I was going to say, with fake NFL teams, even though That's they're right. in the NFL, and they mentioned it a couple times, and the ball's NFL, then the teams are in the NFL. No, and the players are not real, uh, either in real life or in the movie, because it's the 2000 comedy, The Replacements. Yes. I haven't seen this movie in a while, and I absolutely love it. Uh, critics do not, because this has a Rotten Tomato score of 41%. Not good. Yeah, not bad, though, relatively. No, it's a, it's on the higher end of our numbers, um, now that I have... Some numbers in. It looks like it's it's probably about top seven of the highest rated tomato meter. This is, this is kind of a little Easter egg, but there is a actor in this movie who will be in another movie that we do eventually, and that movie is zero percent. Ooh. <laughs> so good luck. Uh, tell you what, if if you can figure out what movie it is. I will send you a free t-shirt. What if I figure it out? Because I don't, don't even know. <laughs> you, you have a whole list of movies to look to, to cross-reference, so that doesn't count. That's true. <laughs> you can buy your own damn t-shirt. Yeah, I got a job now, so it works. Audience score a little more forgiving, 66%. It's very nice. Very evil. Critics consensus... The cliched characters and obvious outcome make all the fun and excitement amount to nothing. It's a fucking sports movie. Every sports movie has a cliche ending. Have you seen Rudy? Everybody fucking Fuck Rudy. loves Rudy. Yeah, I hate that goddamn movie. Stupid. He was five foot nothing and a hundred nothing. He should got his ass whooped out there. Yeah, but you know what? We all knew how it was going to end, but people still fucking love it. This, everyone knows how it's going to end. Major League, fucking radio, fucking every given Sunday. All Remember of the Titans. Varsity Blues. Eddie, the sixth man, Space Jam. We all know how they're going to fucking end, and we don't fucking care. No. Jesus Christ. Okay, <sighs> I just pulled up Eddie, or I just pulled up Rudy. 78% on Tomato Meter. 90% audience score. Go fuck yourselves. All of you. Go fuck yourselves. I don't I don't understand your personal vendetta against Rudy. I don't, I don't know. I, I saw it once in high school and I just really fucking hated it. And the anger is, you know, kept with me the entire... I'm Irish. We don't get rid of grudges or anger very easily. We store it down deep and we hold it and then it explodes as God intended uh, here's a little spoiler for you, which we're just, we're going and fuck it today. We're just, whatever. We'll tell you everything. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll be talking about a movie starring Rudy, but not Rudy. Oh, you already know what it is. We already recorded. Oh. it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the, the fact that the consensus is obvious outcome makes the fun and excitement amount to nothing, but like I said, every fucking sports movie has an obvious outcome. I don't know why I got so hot about it, but I just hate dumb people. 
It's because every fucking sports movie follows the same exact formula. Like there is yeah. no, like whoever made the first sports movie, that formula has been followed in perpetuity. It has gone on forever and it will go on forever. If you and I sat down right now and tried to write a, an original sports movie with an original formula, we couldn't do it. We would fail miserably and it end up just like every one of these, you know, sports movies that we're going to talk about. I mean, we have quite a few sports movies on this list. Yeah. I mean, team is shitty. Team gets better. Team wins the big game. That's every fucking sports movie. The lead character gets the cheerleader. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on. From All right. That. Uh, directed by Howard Deutsch, who I don't. Hey, number two movie that we've done of his this summer. Is it? Yeah. He oh, did. He, he, oh, that's right. He directed The Great Outdoors. Yep. Uh, he I also he... did the, the whole 10 yards, which is another sports movie, but yep. that's, that's a, is that a golf movie? Wait, is that the one with Matthew Perry? Almost said Steve Perry. Uh, yes, it is. And Bruce, and Bruce Willis. Yeah. I don't think that's actually a sports movie. I think that's a Hitman movie. Oh, well, regardless of what it is, Howard Deutsch directed it. <laughs> Uh, he also directed Grumpier Old Men and The Odd Couple 2. Which may or okay. may not be on our list. Which one? I'm not going to say. I'm tired of spoilers. We've had enough spoilers. <laughs> I don't remember either of those being on our list. I think Grumpier Old Men is on the list at some point. Why? I liked it as a kid. Uh, okay. Written by <laughs> Vince McEwen. Uh, who wrote this and Fly Away Home. And that's pretty much it. And something called The Climb. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know what that is, but he does not have a wiki. So that does not speak well for his career. He was a guest star on ALF. <laughs> have you seen that picture of like, the, I think you're the actually the one who showed it to me. So obviously, yes, you have seen this, but the the lady who's sitting in like some place and it looks like Alf just hanging out in the background because of her yeah. hair and sunglasses. She's got like this poofy ponytail and sunglasses up on her head and she's leaning her head down and then she's got like big bangs sticking out the front. So it looks like Alf's head wearing sunglasses. It was like, it looked identical to Alf. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Alf. Oh, uh, we should uh, do some bonus content on, on Alf. I don't know how it would work into what we have for planned for bonus <laughs> content, but no one talks about Alf, so we should, you know, talk about Alf. This is the most airtime Alf's got in years. It's true. Remember when Alf had a talk show? I do remember that. It wasn't very good, though. Even as a kid, I was like, this kind of sucks, but it's kind of funny, but it kind of sucks. It was still better than the Magic Hour. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember that. That was Magic Johnson's talk show. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Oh, you lucky. So check out this IMDb synopsis. During a pro football strike, the owners hire substitute players. That's it. That's the whole thing. Well, son of a bitch. I'm surprised they didn't put replacement players just to really hammer home the no duh aspect of it. Yeah. Replacement substitute players. So that, that's a 10 word synopsis. Ten words. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was like, that looks very, very symmetrical on each side of the comma. 
It is, yeah. That's the only good thing about it. Yeah. So whoever wrote that didn't see this ahead. movie. Didn't see this movie. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Learn how to write a synopsis. Like. Yeah, like it's not that hard. Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Pull your finger out of your ass. Okay. Kevin. Taylor. Shall we dive in? Let's dive in. All right. So since this is the year 2000, of course, the movie opens with a song by Lit. It's a good Lit song, though. But now I want to like. It's not my own worst enemy. So they get credit for that. Yeah. I I think this was my favorite Lit song. Uh, Ziploc, right? That's the name of it? Yep. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bop, as the kids say nowadays. It slaps. It's sla- it, eh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so we get a look at none other than Keanu Reeves chilling on his, a boat. His first uh, foray onto Cult of Splat, isn't it? I believe so, but not yeah. his last. No, he, he keeps coming back. I don't know if he has all-star status pending, but I, uh... we could always throw in knock, knock and, you know, that'd get him on. Ew, No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I would get that reaction from you. It was terrible. That was so bad. Okay, so Keanu puts on a wetsuit and some scuba gear, dives into the water, and he's like scraping barnacles off the bottom of his boat. And he looks down and he sees this trophy shaped like a football, digs it up, and it says, Shane Falco, All-American. What a cool winky dink. Yeah, it turns out he is Shane Falco. Oh, wow. Didn't see that coming. At some point, he either like got wasted or just had a moment where he was tired of living in the past and threw his trophies and shit off the side of the boat. Tired of hearing about the 96 Sugar Bowl. <laughs> Goddamn Sugar Bowl! <laughs> Goddamn Shriners. <laughs> I told him to take down that Sugar Bowl poster, and it's still up. But he takes the, the trophy, and he, like, you know snaps it to himself and he goes back and he throws it. He throws this perfect spiral underwater, which would never fucking happen. No, it was quite amazing for CGI in the year 2000 for that to happen. <laughs> but so we cut to the Washington Sentinels football team. Not the commanders or the old racist name. I kind of wish they would have just changed their name to the Sentinels. That would have been pretty sweet. And actually, like, these uniforms are kind of good, so... I would have done that. I would have just completely ripped off this movie for the new Washington football team. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. But uh, we see future Cult of Splat all-star Jack Warden uh, in what is actually his last role. He unfortunately passed away in 2005. But he is the owner of the Sentinels. He's watching from the owner's box with his, like, 30-year-old wife. Sounds about right for an old owner or just an old rich guy in America. Yeah, exactly. But he's watching the game and the quarterback slides on the final play. Quarterback's name is Martell. And he slides on the, the final play of the game. And Jack Warden is just furious. He's like, this is like the last play of the season. And you fucking slide. Like, are you kidding me? He slides like two yards from the end zone, too. Yeah. But we find out that the players are going on strike. And that's why he says the final play of the season. Uh, their union rep is none other than Keith David. Of course, of They Live fame. I really wish that movie didn't have such a high rating. It deserves it. But I I want to do it on this podcast so bad. (laughs) 
if we start doing bonus content, maybe we should just have bonus content of just like, fuck it, we love these movies. Yeah, we're just going to do it anyway. I like that. We do have I surprisingly like fresh on plan. We do. But this isn't really, I guess it's kind of surprisingly fresh. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Keith David, he's great. Love him. Love that guy. But so the quarterback Martel is being interviewed in, in the locker room and the interviewer asks him about going on strike. And he says, look, $5 million a year may sound like a lot of money, but I got to give 10% to my agent, 5% to my lawyer. I got to pay child support. And like this guy comes up behind him and goes, you have any idea what insurance costs on a Ferrari? <laughs> Oh, I love that line. It's just like the guy was so mad too. He's like, I love my Ferrari, but I fucking hate paying insurance. Yeah, exactly. But so Gene Hackman goes up to the uh, penthouse or whatever, and he's having drinks with Jack Warden. And Warden tells him that he wants him to come back as coach. We don't really get much of the story of him being the coach the first time. And yeah, they never really dive into it at all. No, but he says that he wants him back. We find out that there's four games left in the season and that they're going to be bringing in replacement players to play the rest of the season. Scabs. Right. They took their germs. They took their germs. Uh, the one thing we do know about Gene Hackman is he used to coach Dallas, but apparently he had a, he butted heads with the quarterback. And so, of course, if it's coach versus player, that the team's going to go with the, the guy who sells jerseys every time. Exactly. Coaches don't move the merch. They don't move the needle, especially when they're uh, a Tommy Landry ripoff, basically, because Gene Hackman looks like Tom Landry or is cosplaying Tom Landry in this movie. Yeah. Who was still wearing those hats in 2000? <laughs> I bet Tom Landry was if he was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but so finally Hackman just flips a coin and he's like, all right, but I want total control over my roster. And Wharton is just like, okay, you got a deal. We're going to bring in Rick Moranis as coach, Ed O'Neill as offensive coordinator, the ice. Oh, wrong movie. <laughs> so he's talking to his assistant coaches. Um, yeah, the one guy with dark hair, I didn't bother to look him up, but I know I've seen him in tons of stuff. Oh, he's been in everything. His name's Art LaFleur. Yeah, Art LaFleur. Yeah. Um, LaFleur. <laughs> He is the uh, defensive coordinator. And then the offensive coordinator, you would recognize from several of the Ernest movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was the babe in Sandlot. Yes. He was, he was also in MASH. Yes. And a League of Their, or Field of Dreams. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh, Hackman is talking to these guys and he's talking about the, pl the players that he wants to bring in. And up first is John Favreau. That's right. The director from the Marvel movies. You got to start somewhere. Uh, he is currently working for the LAPD. He is an ex-Navy SEAL who was awarded a Purple Heart for losing a kidney during combat in the Gulf War. They, um, I wish they would have got deeper into that story. <laughs> How do you lose a kidney? Yeah. And like we we see him busting up this meth lab, and I mean that in the most literal sense. Like he just kicks down the door. He's throwing guys into like big tubs of God knows what, just beating the shit out of these guys. Yeah, this 
it's right up the alley for LAPD, actually, or for most cops in America. Yeah. But we hear one of the coaches say, I thought he lost a kidney. Because he, he was a walk-on at Michigan State before giving up football and sneaking back into the service for another tour of duty. <laughs> and so we hear one of the coaches say, I thought he lost a kidney. And then, oh, I can't remember what Hackman says. Oh, I totally forget, too. Fuck. It was funny, though. It was. Uh, up next is Orlando Jones of Mad TV fame. Oh, man. Orlando Jones was on the precipice of becoming a megastar about this time. Yeah. He, he was funny. He was. I always liked him on Mad TV. Me too. He was always one of the better parts of Mad TV back then. Him and Sasso. Him, you know, Sasso was prime. And uh, and or I guess Jordan Peele didn't come on till later, did he? Yeah, he was like way way late. Yeah, but uh, Orlando Jones' character, he was a hundred meter qualifier in the Olympics before pulling a hamstring. Damn hammies. But Hackman describes him as great attitude, great desire, and the fastest son of bitch I've ever seen. We see him currently working at this little like convenience store. This kid grabs a bag of chips and runs out the door. And the little Asian guy behind the counter is like, Clayford! (laughs) (laughs) That's how he says it. I'm not trying to do like an accent. That's how he says it. Right. Um, And Orlando Jones just like takes off running. And he From, like, catches like a sprinter stance. <laughs> yeah. like he gets down in the blocks. And this kid's already got a big head start too. And he's like a block down. Yeah. But he not only catches up with him, he's like running right next to him. And he's just like, hey, how's like it going? Jog. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, you feeling winded or. But one of the coaches says, but can he catch? And you see the kid like throw the bag of chips up in the air. And Orlando Jones just completely misses him. <laughs> You know how easy it is to catch a bag of chips, no matter the size? It's like the easiest thing to catch. Yeah. Like, even if you break them, like, at least catch them. Right. Um, have you ever seen the freeze? He's at, I want to say Atlanta Braves games. No. He's this guy who dresses in, like, it looks like a ski outfit. Like a head-to-toe ski outfit. Like, you know, the skin tight. He kind of looks like Frozone. Okay, okay. Um... But he races people around the warning track and he gives them like they'll start from one foul line and he'll let them get almost to center field and he will still beat them every time. That's a big ass head start. Yeah. Like you should watch some of his races. It's amazing. I'm going to. There's one that's so great. This guy like thinks he's winning. And so he's just like, yeah, come on, come on. And all of a sudden he looks over his shoulder and the freeze is right there. And he's like, oh, and trips. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> amazing uh, but so up next is Aunt Andre and Jamal Jackson uh, Jamal is played by Faison Love who is a very funny guy oh he's one of the best uh, they, they are the best tandem guards in the game but apparently they can't play without each other because last time they were playing Andre got traded and both of them just fell off that's, kind of, that's quite a bit of codependency there yeah, but they're currently working as bouncers, but then they get this call and they're just like, football, football, football. Uh, and ODB's like, what the fuck? Was that ODB? It was ODB. Oh, He's like, he bitch, like, you got my money? <laughs> he was like, I got gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen somebody so proud of having gonorrhea before. Well, that's because he's getting some action and he wants people to know. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got proof. RIP. <laughs> uh, up next is uh, Reese Ifens. Is it Ifens or Ifens or? I don't I know if I've ever Ifens. actually. Ifens? Okay. Reese yeah. Ifens. Uh, of course, uh, the lizard from the Spider Man movies. Oh, yeah. He is a kicker. His name is Nigel Gruff, a.k.a. The Leg. Comes from Wales. Didn't even yeah, try. I, I almost tried an accent, but you know. <laughs> I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to give that up for, for Lent. Is it Lent? When is Lent? Uh, April or March. It's before <laughs> Easter. So not anytime soon. No, I'm practicing. Okay. But they call him The Leg because he can kick a soccer ball all the way across the field and score. And a soccer pitch is, what, 120 yards, depending on the stadium. Right. So, in theory, he could probably kick a 90-yard field goal. If he really maybe. wanted to. With accuracy, who knows? But it would be an impressive feat. Yeah, it would just be a matter of getting it high enough. Right. But he owns this pub. Uh, is it in Wales? Do we know? They, they show yeah, it. I don't get, they yeah, don't it's in really Cardiff. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. But he also has a huge gambling problem. He loves the ponies. No one loves the ponies anymore. Not really. No. I mean, no. plenty of people have gambling problems, but not so much the ponies anymore. Right. I have a gambling problem, but it's not on ponies. Oh, that's why rabbits. you never have money. Yeah. I, I have to stop going to rabbit races. <laughs> they never go in a straight line. <laughs> Is this just in some, like, somebody's garden that you know? Or like... Yeah, they just put a thing of lettuce at one end and, you know, they put a, a fake hawk and an owl on the fence behind them and they just go all the way around. First one to get the lettuce wins. I've yet to win. $72,000 down the hole. God damn it, Floppy. Yeah, I know. You know how many rabbits I've eaten recently because they suck? But they're great paella. <laughs> None of this is true. <laughs> Yeah, don't, uh, PETA, don't come after us. It was a joke. No, I don't eat rabbit. <laughs> but these loan guys, these loan sharks that he owes money to, they're going to take his pub if he doesn't pay up. guess that's legal in uh, Cardiff. Yeah, I don't understand how they're going to take his pub. Like, they're, they're loan sharks, right? They're not like repo men. Right. Are they just going to like, you know, pull a G fresh and make him sign a document. <laughs> Yo mama. <laughs> Have you seen a sad Japanese man before? <laughs> but one of the coaches asks Hackman if uh, Evans is in shape and he's like, by Welsh standards. Yeah, fair enough. And finally we have Shane Falco, Keanu Reeves, who has not played since that faded sugar bowl. I think he uh, technically did play. They mentioned he played for Seattle. I don't know why. I, goddamn dogs. Um, quoted this time. <laughs> yeah. Pearl Gray. Um, with her BarkBox that she got from us. So, yeah, that's BarkBox.com slash Cultusflat. Um, yeah, but it sounded like he had a cup of coffee in Seattle and was ultimately replaced by Rick Meyer or some shit. That's true. They did say that. But uh, when one of the coaches says, you know, he hasn't played in years, Hackman says, well, he should be well rested then. I like that argument. But so Hackman, yeah, 
Hackman goes to his boat and he's talking to him about, you know, he's, that he lost the Sugar Bowl by 45, apparently. So he got his ass kicked. That is a beatdown. Uh, and he also got three concussions during it. Don't know how that's possible, but yeah. I mean, we didn't know Jack about shit uh, on concussions in 2000, nor did we really care about them. That's true. So he says, you know, I'm, I'm retired. I'm not interested. And Hackman tells him, hey, you know, if, if you do well, then maybe after the strike's over, you can you stick around for a bit. So he takes off. Next day, the players are showing up on the bus and all the regular players are picketing outside the stadium and they start throwing eggs at the bus. Orlando Jones is like taking photos with his disposable camera. And he's just like, oh, Martel, I love you. Oh, so-and-so, I love you. I wish they got Rick Martel to play Martel in this. <laughs> Rick Martel? The model? <laughs> the model? <laughs> like anytime somebody has the name Martel, I just assume they're an asshole because of Rick Martel. Because Martel's an <laughs> asshole name. Um, and it works in like, you know, you come to this movie, it pans out. My theory's two for two. Or one for one. I suppose one. so. So their tight end uh, is played by Roy from The Office, making his <laughs> second appearance on the show, on the podcast. Ooh, is he on both uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes? Yes. Oh, so we almost got an accidental Hall of Famer. Uh, All-Star. All-Star, sorry. But he, he's a tight end, but he's deaf. And so the offensive coordinator is just like, you know, how am I supposed to communicate with him? And Gene Hackman's like, learn to sign. Just like that. You have four weeks to get fluent. Yeah. But then we see this player show up from Department of Corrections wearing the orange jumpsuit, gets dropped off by the police. And the defensive coordinator is talking to him. He's just like, hey, that's a nice watch. <laughs> oh, the damn thing doesn't work. Yeah, DC's just like, oh, it's it's fake. It doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. And then let's, they have this. What? It's like, let's get out of here because we're not within screaming distance. Yeah. So, uh, where was I? Oh, they also have this pass blocker who is a former sumo wrestler. I want to say, I think his name's Fumiko or Funiko. I. He had Fumiko. a pony. He had a ponytail that kept blocking his name on his jersey. So I wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's an Fum- M. Fumiko? Yeah, M is in Mancy. <laughs> you should know that. <laughs> but the, the regular players, I mean, Keanu shows up, so he apparently changed his mind, and the regular players flip over his truck. Because they're assholes. Well, because he's a scab. Yeah. But I like he just like takes his little, you know, car lock thing and it's just like boop boop that was like a 74 Suzu pup why would you have an alarm on that thing <laughs> <laughs> but so he heads in and he like grabs a ball and he just throws this bomb without even like stepping into it yeah it was just, yeah just look at my uh, shoulder strength yeah no probably hits. 40 yards or more and so everyone's just like, you know, ooh. And Orlando Jones is, is running after it, trying to catch it, but he runs into this dude and just falls on his ass. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> but so they're, they're running drills, 
and Favreau, who is just a lunatic. He's insane. And I yeah, absolutely you, love him in this. If you didn't get that from our description earlier, the, the guy is just absolutely wild. And But he he just annihilates Keanu. 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 And Hackman is like, we, we don't hurt the guys in the red shirts, okay? <laughs> he's like, oh, I see red. See red and I'm just like a bull. <laughs> but Keanu is, he's eyeballing this one cheerleader, uh, Annabelle, who is the, like the head cheerleader. Yeah, and she would look like prime, late 90s, heartthrob babe. Yeah, absolutely. But so he snaps the ball and Favreau just annihilates him again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but so the the cheerleaders, apparently all the cheerleaders, I guess, were on strike too. Yeah, I, I don't get that. They're not part of the same union. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, it, I really don't understand. I really don't understand what's going on with the cheerleaders or the coaches for that matter. I guess I didn't think of the coaches, but I really didn't understand what was going on with the cheerleaders because Annabelle, who is seemingly a regular cheerleader, like right. all, all the time is still working, but all the other cheerleaders appear to be gone except for like two or three. Yeah. And so they have to have, Oh my yeah, Yeah. And so, yeah. So they're having tryouts for replacement cheerleaders. Of course, to the tune of bust a move. Yeah. How can you not? It's our song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but these most of these girls are just terrible uh one girl's like doing the robot like uh one girl has a knife she's just dancing with a knife i don't know <laughs> it she i got nothing she's from western maryland i assume <laughs> and it's not like a butterfly knife where you could like make it look cool it's just like a butcher knife yeah it's at least a 12 inch blade it was weird. So all the players are in the cafeteria and Jamal's talking about the, the ribs and how there's, you know, there's like, they're so tiny. And how, how does anybody eat these short ribs? And, uh, Fumiko is just like, Oh, they're, they're, they're Chinese short ribs. And so he's just like, and he uses some words and phrases. I'm not going to repeat here. no, but he basically says, you know, how did you get so big eating these little ribs? And Fumiko's just like, I'm not Chinese. I'm Japanese. <laughs> and Jamal's just like, ah, it's same difference, you know? Weird meat, cider rice. I don't like Chinese. <laughs> but they kind of like butt heads. And Andre and uh, the leg separate them. And, you know, Reese Evans is just like, same team, same team. Andre's like, yeah, the mix, right. He's like, I'm not a mix. I'm bloody Welsh. <laughs> Weird meat side of rice. I don't like Irish food. <laughs> but so Orlando Jones is just like geeking out over these players, uh, specifically the prisoner, who I guess is a former player named Wilkinson. Earl Wilkinson. Is that right? Yeah. And he... Wilkinson is sitting across from Favreau, who is a cop, remember? <laughs> and Orlando Jones is just, like I said, just geeking out over him. And he's just like, man, he didn't even do nothing, man. 
I tell you what, I'd whoop a cop's ass. Believe that. I'm a cop. Oh, look, bunt cake. <laughs> it's hard to turn down a good bunt cake. Um, it's it, that's true. There's a, a place here called Nothing Bunt Cake, and it's we have those down here too. Yeah, I think it's I think it might be national actually, but yeah, they're um, very good though. There's one on the way to Marymore Park, so usually when we take the dog there, we, we'll stop and get one. Oh, nice. But so these two girls that tried out for the cheerleading squad, Heather and Dawn, uh, are actually <laughs> s- strippers. They were, uh, they were in cats. You know, pussy cats. The club wow. down by the airport. That's high quality. <laughs> uh, I just put OMG, I forgot to tell you, and I don't remember what that's in reference to. I Any have idea? no idea because you forgot to tell me. Yeah, apparently. But... They get hired because they're the only ones that have any dancing experience. Would you call lap dances a style? <laughs> yes. Technically, yes. But I Annabelle mean, tells it has them, a name. That's true, yeah. Annabelle tells them, you know, bring bring your friends from the club. See if they are interested. They won't come to regret that at all. So Annabelle. Uh, give, gives Keanu a ride home because his truck is mangled. And she is just a terrible driver. I I get so much anxiety watching this scene. Like, I honestly have to, like, kind of close my eyes and just wait for the scene, like, when they park. I felt like Keanu through the entire thing. Yeah, it's she is, like, all over the road, weaving in between cars, going up on the curb at times, like, just all over the place. It's baffling how she, anyone could be this bad. I don't think she looked forward once and somehow she gets to going, gets to where she needs to go somehow. A lot. Yeah. She's, she's looking at Keanu the whole time. Cause she's telling him, you know, Oh, this team does this kind of defense and this team, you know, you can kind of uh, manipulate them doing this. And he's like, how do you know this? And she's like, I know all the cheerleaders, you know, what do you want me to say? Yeah. I watched the games. <laughs> at least she's polite, making eye contact during conversation. <laughs> Yeah, except she's driving. <laughs> <laughs> One of the few times it's okay not to look somebody in the eye when you're having conversation. <laughs> yeah. But Keanu offers, you know, if does she want to come on the boat? And she's like, I don't date football players. And he's like, not even quarterbacks? I'm like, it's pretty cocky for a replacement player. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, Keanu's like, you know, I am Keanu and I am a heartthrob a little bit. It's true. But she's like, especially not quarterbacks. They're the biggest babies of all of them. It's true. But so we Actually, cut kickers. to... I'd say kickers are. That's probably true, yeah. Um, yeah, but we cut to Keanu. He's standing alone in the middle of the stadium. And Hackman approaches. And Keanu basically asks him, you know, why me? And he says, when I look at you, I see two men. I see the man you are, and I see the man you ought to be. And someday, those two men will meet, and that will make for a hell of a football player. It's kind of a good pep talk. Yeah. But so uh, we see Pat Summerall and John Madden, RIP. Uh, We find out that Detroit went out and just bought an entire semi-pro team. Detroit would never do any such thing. (laughs) That's in any true. sport. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, of course, Washington just went out and found these 
former players and just big giant dudes and more or less had a open tryout. Yeah. Where everybody made the team. Yeah. But Fumiko is just eating whole hard boiled eggs, just shoving the whole thing in his mouth one by one. He eats probably half a dozen of them or more. And the coach is just like, what are you doing? He's like, I, I need, I need to carbo load. I need to bulk up. Remember former sumo wrestler. He does not fit into his uniform either. Yeah. He's, his belly's hanging out. And the coach is just like, man, you're insane. I've never seen somebody eat hard boiled eggs before a game. For good reason. But so they go charging out of the field. There's like a big inflatable helmet that they run out of. And for whatever reason, there's a cable that goes across where they <laughs> run across, where they run out. The old and players did that. Oh, is that? I, yeah, I they completely did a, missed they that. Did, they did a cut back to like all the guys like in a bar watching the game. And they had like a roll of wire, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, we wouldn't leave that in our car. <laughs> I missed that. Okay, that makes more sense then. Uh, yeah, and Favreau trips over it and takes out probably five or six cheerleaders. <laughs> Team trainer, please report to the East End Zone. <laughs> and now introducing the rest of the Washington Sentinels. <laughs> Sentinels. <laughs> but so they get in the huddle, their first offensive drive, and Jamal and Fumiko are arguing over who gets to stand where in the huddle. Because that's important. Just the dumbest thing you could possibly argue about. And like Jamal takes a swing at Fumiko and he moves and he ends up punching Keanu in the head. In the concussion number four. I mean, he's got a helmet on, so I don't know. Yeah. He was dazed, though. But while all this is going on, they get flagged for a delay of game uh, twice. And I love this line from Jack Warden where he says, Jesus, I've seen monkey shit fights at the zoo that were more organized than this. I, I would monkey shit that. fight. I've only seen monkey knife fights seven miles off the coast of Oregon. <laughs> Never seen a shit fight. I mean, I assume it's them throwing poo at each other, right? Like, that's yeah. got to be what it is. I've never seen a monkey do that. you never I've seen a monkey throw poo? No, and I've been to quite a few zoos and spent a lot of time in the monkey area. Yeah, I've never seen it in person. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, I've seen it on YouTube. Yeah, right. Or the monkey that like puts his finger up his button and sniffs it and goes, ah! <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Um, but so they finally get the snap off. Keanu scrambles, gets sacked, fumbles the ball. Detroit basketball. <laughs> Detroit, Detroit basketball. <laughs> <laughs> wrong movie um you know who jay rose is yeah 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 uh whenever he introduces anyone from detroit he goes from detroit michigan nice i like him i love i love jay rose uh so detroit has the ball Favreau is just like talking shit to the quarterback. He's like, it's Christmas morning. I'm going to bury your whole family. I'm going to bury your dog. <laughs> okay. Let's go back in and like analyze this for a second. It's Christmas morning. I'm going to bury your whole family and your dog. What kind of fucked up Christmas does this kid have? Yeah. I don't know how he went from Christmas morning to I'm going to bury your whole family. 
I wonder if that was written or if Favreau just went off the cuff. Oh, I don't know. But he's so eager to get to the quarterback that he jumps offside, goes unimpeded to the quarterback. Of course, flags fly. <laughs> uh, that's 15 yards, right? Yeah, that's 15. Cut. Un- yeah. Unimpeded to the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd be ejected from most games today for that. Dude, most of the stuff they do in this game, someone should have been ejected for. True. Like Favreau stands over the quarterback and he goes, now that's football. <laughs> But like this player pulls him off the quarterback and Favreau turns around and punches the guy. Yeah, that's an automatic interjection in most years. Yeah, I think he got an unsportsmanlike, which is another 15 yards. But Madden Madden is like, you know, he should have gotten worse than a penalty. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. There's no room in football for this. Probably ejected like a two-game suspension. At least. But Detroit scores a touchdown. So it's Washington ball again. They're in the huddle and Fumiko's like, guys, I don't feel so good. (laughs) And then he just vomits right in the middle of the huddle. Vomits on somebody's shoes. It was Keanu's shoes. It was Keanu's or Clifford Franklin's. Uh, But yeah, then Orlando Jones, Clifford Franklin is like, man, when I see somebody puke, I I, got to puke. Yeah, so he pukes, I, and then it's another reason uh, I don't have kids. <laughs> and then Roy is like signing that he's about to puke, <laughs> and so Keanu's just like, "All right, on three, we're all going to shift to the left. One, two, three, and they all like the whole huddle, just these little tiny baby steps, shifts to the left, and the coaches are like, "What the fuck are they doing?" And Hackman's like. I don't know, but at least they're doing it as a team. <laughs> it's true. You got to take those baby steps. Uh, so, of course, th- at this point, Jock Jams is playing. Um, what song Which was it? Like, was it? Was it Y'all Ready for This? Keanu scrambles again. This time he's able to hit Cochran for a first down. Just some, some guy, some player. Some guy. Uh, next down, he's able to hit Roy. And so even though at, I would think at most it would be third down, they're now kicking a field goal. I guess we're just skipping. There was a, there was a down we didn't see, I guess. Yeah, the, the, the football scenes are not the greatest. No, they'll like score and then all of a sudden, then be on offense the next Again, yeah. take. Like, so. But so uh, Evans comes on to kick a 44-yard field goal. He's smoking on the, on the sidelines. <laughs> Here, go take like, this. Yeah. Puts out a cigarette, heads to the heads onto the field, kicks this forty-four yard yard field goal like it's nothing. Yeah, it's like at the top of the uprights. It would have been yeah. good for eighty. But at halftime, like that's oh, maybe that's why they were kicking field goal because it was the end of the half. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they're down fourteen-three. But Favreau like goes up to Ethan's and just like sl- you know slams his pads like you'll see football players do. <laughs> And just knocks him on his ass. Just knocks yeah. him out. Yeah. And had Matt, John Madden goes, there's a saying in football, don't do anything great if you can't handle the celebration. And Pat Summerall's like, there is? <laughs> For my rec league basketball team here, or back way back in the day when you know, I played rec league basketball, I would uh, tell my guys that. <laughs> don't do anything great unless if you can't handle the celebration. 
But so one of the one of the stripper cheerleaders is like, "Give me an S, give me an E, give me an N, give me a T, give me an I." But so they come out for the second half, and immediately, uh, Roy Smith, who is actually Earl Wilkinson, <laughs> uh, he gets a pick six, picks off the Denver or Detroit quarterback takes it to the yard and john madden is just like you know this guy roy smith it's weird they they list no college no high school it it just says he's been a resident of eastern maryland for the past two years and two months and that he likes to embroider and fast of all like hmm <laughs> but so they go out and they're oh now bees decided it's time to play <laughs> <laughs> they go out and they're on the on the line and Keanu calls an audible and uh he ends up what does he do does he throw it away or he like basically like goes to hand it off to somebody but that person's not there so he has to throw it yes and Hackman's yelling at him you know and he's like I, I read Blitz and he's like no you got scared and Keanu's just like no, get scared. I, I read Blitz but so that night they are at the end zone bar aptly named and yeah i guess this is where all the all the players hang out and orlando jones puts on i will survive and uh andre or jamal is just like i hate this fucking song who put this on orlando's like i i put on the commodores and this started playing i don't know what happened (laughs) (laughs) but suddenly all of the regular players show up and they start making fun of Roy for being deaf, which Very is not cool. cool. Don't don't no. do that. It's not nineteen seventy four. Yeah, really. Show some fucking class. Yeah, deaf, dumb, and blind like Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but so Keanu steps in, and we see Roy like write something on a note. And he hands it to Keanu, and Martell's like, "What's it say?" Because it says, "Uh." The, the one good thing about being deaf, it makes it easier to avoid the assholes. And so Martel takes offense to this and he punches Keanu instead of punching Roy, who's the one that said it. Oh, you know, Roy is bigger. That's true. And and uh, Keanu's the one that took his job, I guess. So, yeah. Dick and Jim. Dick and Jim. But Martel is wearing this red, like, button up dress shirt. And so Keanu looks at Favreau <laughs> and he's like, hey. Remember what I said about red shirts in practice? Forget it. And so Favreau just annihilates this quarterback, just tackles him. Yeah, Favreau would have taken that whole team by himself. Yeah, gleefully. Yeah, that's a hot tag you're not getting back. <laughs> but so this huge bar brawl breaks out. Bar brawl breaks out. Whew. That's a tough one. Thank God you said it. We'd still be working on it if I tried it. Uh, Reese Iffens kicks a guy in the jimmies. The me first. Jamal, was, the uh, Jamal is just like minding his own business, drinking a bottle of Hennessy when this guy gets like thrown into him. And he's just like, okay, you, you fucked up now. You done now, white boy. You have fucked up now. Takes yeah. him and does that thing, you know, where they put, you put him on the bar and slide him across. I've always wanted to do that to somebody, <laughs> but I don't want to get in a bar fight. 
Yeah. Or pay for the damage I cause. <laughs> Maybe we should just like film a short film where we can do it. Okay, that sounds good. But Orlando Jones is hiding behind the uh, jukebox this whole time. Oh, Clifford Franken, you brave man. But so all the replacement players get arrested and somehow the regular players don't. Go figure. Because they got money. This is America. But while they're in jail, Orlando Jones starts singing, First I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. And uh, every, eventually it kind of builds and everyone starts singing. And then they break into this dance party. Is, is this the electric slide? Is that what they're doing? I think it is the electric slide or the two boot boogaloo or whatever the hell. Some the line dance. There are th- the there's going to be there's going to be a boogie and it's going to be a boot scoot. Boot scooting. <laughs> but Hackman shows up and bails them out. And he's like, look, if this happens again, there will be no spot on the team for any of you. And also, God damn, I would have loved to see Martel get his ass kicked. I think everybody would have. Yeah, I think so. But so Annabelle goes to visit Keanu on his boat, offers him a ride to practice. And he's like, oh, no, it's it's fine. I got my truck back. She says, how is it? And he says, flatter, but it runs. <laughs> he's like, I'm never getting in a car with you again. I don't care yeah. how many children we have later. <laughs> you will not be driving. Yeah. If we're going anywhere, I'm driving. Yeah. And you're giving me a ahead. Yeah. But she's like, you, you know what? Your face, is that from from the game or from the fight? He's like, eh, little column A, little column B. But then she Happens. notices his his shoulder is just bruised shit. And so she pulls out this salve or something of some kind and starts rubbing it on him. And he's like, wild yam? <laughs> <laughs> but she tells him, you know, she says, that's a good thing you did, you know, bringing everybody together in a bar brawl. <laughs> You know, there's various ways to have team building activities. You know, at work right now, we're talking about doing a team building activity. So on Tuesday, when I go back into the office or when I get back online to to work, I will suggest we go and have a bar brawl somewhere to bring the team together. I like it. But she says, I'm, I'm on my way to work. And he's like, we don't have practice today. And she says, oh, we only make $50 a game. So on the I'm side, right. I work I work at Max. So, you know, come by sometime and I'll buy you a beer. So the next day, Keanu goes to practice and the regular players show up and they flip his truck again. Sons of bitches. But this time, Andre and Jamal step up. Oh, they done fucked up. And they're like, we're the guards. We protect our quarterback. And Martel's just like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do? And you're thinking like, oh, you know, they're going to kind of rough him up. They're going to slap him around a little bit again. Right. Andre Andre pulls out a gun. <laughs> puts five or six shots into Martel's windshield of his Porsche. Martel's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Shoots out his driver's side window, too. He calls him a son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm a son of a bitch, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busts out his, his driver's side window. And they're like, all right. Flip that truck back over, and how about you wax it, too? <laughs> it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> no. But then they're heading into practice, and they're just like, what's that smell? Keanu's like, yam. <laughs> it's nice. So they're having a meeting, 
and the coach is not, not happy. The uh, offensive coordinator is like, you know, if, if you have firearms, I'm going to need everybody to turn them in right now. And Jamal's just like, nope, nope, shush, 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 don't say anything. <laughs> but so Hackman gives this speech on fear. And he's like, all right, what do you fear? Spiders. And Orlando, <laughs> Orlando Jones is like, I'm afraid of spiders. And Jamal's like, yeah, me too. I'm afraid of spiders too. And Andre's like, yeah, me too. And, and Fumiko too. And Ethan's too. And so yeah. finally, uh, Gene Hackman is just like, okay, what about on the field? And Orlando Jones is like, like spiders on the field? On the field? That'd be creepy. And then somebody, I think it was Jamal, was like, bees? <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty scary. I'm allergic to bee stings, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and Hackman is just like, anything other than insects? <laughs> and Keanu is just like, quicksand. And they're just like, oh, yeah, that'd be fucked up if, like, if, you, <laughs> if there was quicksand on the field and you like sunk into it. And Hackman's like, I don't think that's what he means. I would love for the XFL to do this. <laughs> Just have quicksand on the field. Like between the 15 and the 10 on like each side. Just that whole area is just quicksand. Hey, when you're coming over, take I-5 because I-95 is filled with a little quicksand. (laughs) But Keanu explains that quicksand is a metaphor. He says, you know, one thing goes wrong, then another, and then another. And the more you fight, the deeper you sink until you can't move. It's true, though. Because you have those moments where you just keep trying, but nothing you do works. Yeah. And, you know, the rest of the guys talk about they're all kind of afraid to go back to work or in Smith's case, prison. (laughs) So next game, uh, Keanu, just we just see him getting sacked repeatedly. By this one guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's one guy, Morris. And so he tells the offensive lineman, he's like, all right, this time we're going to run the same play, but I want you to let Morris through. Nobody touch him. They're just like, okay, if you say so. So he snaps the ball. Morris is running right at him. He takes the ball and just throws it right at Morris's head. <laughs> just drills him. Yeah, just pegs him right in the face mask. John Favreau clobbers Morris. Yeah, they brought him in for fullbacking or something. <laughs> he plays both positions. He, he goes both ways a couple times in this movie. What's great is right after this, you see you know, Favreau hit the dude on the field and they cut to Gene Hackman for like the reaction shot. And there's Favreau right behind him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. But Fumiko catches the ball off of um, Morris's helmet, runs into the end zone, barrels into the end zone, carries three guys into the end zone. Because he's a big boy. Yeah. And I love John Madden goes, I love to see a fat guy score. Pat Summerall's like, why is that? He goes, well, first you get the fat guy spike and then you get the fat guy dance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The cheerleaders have now more of the strippers have joined the cheerleaders. So they're doing these like really sexy routines now. I thought it was going to go like full basketball. (laughs) Yeah, I did too. But it does not quite get that raunchy. Um, it gets PG-13 raunchy. Yeah. So they are kind of, you know, like grinding on each other and stuff. And the quarterback for San Diego is just 
you can't take his eyes off it. No, because they're, you know, grinding. <laughs> yeah. And so they get a false start, and the the quarterback yells at the ref. He's like, make him stop. That one girl slapped the other girl on the ass. ass. <laughs> and the ref's like, eh, I'm going to allow it. <laughs> but so Smith gets an, it's an interception. And the quarterback, or no, the, the coach for San Diego is like, stop them from shaking their ass for two minutes. <laughs> I love the San Diego coach. I thought he was like Sean Salisbury or something, like an actual football player, but I don't think he was. I recognized him, but I didn't look him up. Yeah, I looked him up, and it's like I reckon he's like a, I don't know, he's he's around is all I'll say. Yeah, is basically what I got from that. But so Keanu scrambles, finds Roy in the end zone for a touchdown. So they're it's fourteen or sixteen fifteen at this point. So they must have gotten a two point conversion on the first touchdown. Some yeah. Or they have two touchdowns and a field goal with no extra point. I don't know. But it's 16-15. They're down one with 55 seconds left. Uh, they do an onside kick. Favreau recovers. But he's just like barreling towards the end zone. And they're just like, go down, go down. We need to stop the <laughs> clock. But he's a maniac. So finally, Keanu tackles him. <laughs> And calls timeout for some reason, even though the clock would stop right then. Yeah, good point. Madden's like, I've never seen anything like that. Favreau's like, nice hit! (laughs) Nice hit, Shane! (laughs) But so they don't have any time to get any closer, so it's going to be a 65-yard field goal. Which would be a record. I was was wondering what the record is. In 2000, it was still like a 63-yarder. Yeah, I want to say, I, I feel like Myers hit a 63-yarder. Yeah, and a bunch of people did. And then um, Justin Tucker of the Ravens this last year hit a 66 or 67-yarder. <sighs> yeah. But Ethan's comes out. He's still smoking. He's on the field smoking now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy's smoking on the field. I, I saw it. I saw the smoke and everything. <laughs> uh, Madden never says boom in this. Not once. And it's I was a very disappointed. But we see the, the loan sharks back at the pub and they're just like, he better start missing some kicks if he wants to keep his pub. Really? And I'm like, or maybe you stop betting against him. Yeah. But I guess they, they must think that they have him in the bag or something. Apparently. But he does not miss this one. Straight down the middle. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Um, Favreau starts chasing him. <laughs> Even just like r- running around the field, trying to not let Favreau celebrate with him. <laughs> uh, at Max, the restaurant where Annabelle works or the bar, this fan on TV is just like, this is the most fun I've had watching football in years. I love these guys. I, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it's the underdog story, right? Like, yep. Yeah, right, everybody every loves American wants to see, wants to see uh, somebody that's not supposed to succeed, succeed. Right. But so Keanu shows up just as Annabelle is closing the bar down. She talks about how her dad gave her this bar. So she owns the bar. Uh, Keanu goes to leave because he's got a game in the morning, but he suddenly stops and turns around and him and Annabelle just stare at each other for a while. 
completely silent. It's really awkward. <laughs> it's really awkward. And it has like that really shitty police song playing in the background too. Oh, the one that's about stalking? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, Every Breath You Take. But that's finally, it. finally he starts walking towards her and we hear John Madden and Pat Summerall basically narrating him going in for the kiss. You know, it's just like, oh, Falco's Falco's going for it. Here he goes. He's going to make his move and blah, blah, blah. It's creepier. <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. But so they, they kiss. Blah, blah, blah. With tongue. Next day at the game, uh, Keanu scrambles for a touchdown after he fumbles. He like, he goes to hand it off to somebody and they fumble. And then somebody else picks it up and they fumble. Finally, Keanu picks it up and he scrambles in for a touchdown. Just how they drew it up. Yep. Uh, Then all of a sudden they're back on offense again. This is one of those times where we just don't worry about what happened on defense. Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that little guy. We have to assume that they punted or something. Because now Washington has the ball back. Keanu throws this long pass into the end zone. But Orlando Jones drops it because he can't catch think he would have worked on that in drills. I, he might have worked on it and he's just bad at it, but... True. Ha- Hackman pulls him aside. He's like, give me the stick And he starts putting on, like, all this stick on his hand. Orlando Jones is like, isn't this illegal? And he's like, yeah, just don't get caught. <laughs> and he's like, don't get caught? I look like I jacked off an elephant. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> Takes a drink of Gatorade and the cup is stuck to his hand. So he's running out on the field, like, trying to get this cup off his hand. And the ref's looking right at him. Yeah, does nothing. Keanu, like, finally rips the cup off his hand and throws it to the ground. They call the play. They're like, same play. They're like, okay, break. And then now Orlando's hands are stuck together. It's like hot hands Hayward out there. So they run the same play. Orlando Jones is able to catch it. Touchdown. They're down 20-21. Once again, down by one. Uh, he goes to, hand the ref, goes to hand the ref the ball. And of course, the ball stuck to his hand, and the ref is just like, "Give me the ball, give me the ball." Oh, here, let me just rip the ball out of your hands. And I'm just like, "Nothing, not gonna, no, no questions." Okay, no, right. you're not All gonna right. kick him out or anything. Yeah, not gonna ask even. Not like, let me see your hands. No, nothing. Yeah. Okay, let's take a look. Son, did you jack off an elephant before you came out on the field? <laughs> no, sir. I have not built a near an elephant since my SeaWorld days. Don't ask. <laughs> so they go for two. They're going for the win. Keanu scrambles again. This one must be the Seahawks offensive line. Mm. But the pass is tipped, but it's tipped right to Orlando Jones, whose hands are still sticky enough to catch it. He like catches it between his knees. He then does the celebration where he pretends the ball is a gun and he shoots all his teammates and a couple, couple of cameramen and then puts the ball against his head and shoots himself. And I'm like, I don't think that would fly today. No, that happens in real life way too often now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm okay with that being flagged today. Yeah. And a suspension would be good on that one as well. Yeah. But so as they're leaving the field, Hackman says something to Keanu and he's just like, Hey, better to be lucky than good. Right. True. So they are uh, back at the end zone. Or no, sorry, this is in the locker room. Yeah. Uh, 
Orlando Jones is wearing a net for a shirt. It looks like like it's not a mesh shirt because it's the holes are much bigger than a mesh shirt. It, yeah, it's like he went to a fishing store, cut out some fishing net, not the stuff that like you get that's like it's like a gill net basically, and he just like I'm gonna it's warm today. I'm gonna put this on instead. Yeah. Or it looks like he got caught in a fishing net and they had to cut him out and he just <laughs> couldn't get that last little bit off. So he's just like, all right, this is my look now. But this female interviewer is talking to him and he's just like, you know, oh, yeah, that's what that's what Clifford do, baby. Like he's just being super Cliff- inappropriate hitting on her. Yeah. Clifford Franklin. Clifford Franklin. Keeps referring to himself in the third person. Until finally John Favreau walks by and just shoves him into the locker <laughs> and then looks at the camera and smiles. He breaks fourth wall. <laughs> and then they pan over to Reese Ethan's in his tidy whiteies. Smoking in his helmet. Yeah, he's wearing his helmet and smoking. What does he what does he say? Do you remember? Oh God, what was it? It was very highly inappropriate. And it, it was completely yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't like fancy a shag, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, it, yeah, something. I think it might have been close to fancy a shag. <laughs> but uh, Jack Warden has a meeting with Gene Hackman, and he tells him that Martell has crossed the picket line. That son of a bitch. So uh, he says that all of Dallas has crossed the picket line. Their entire team, and that's that's their next opponent. So he says, we're going to need Martell because we have to beat Dallas to make the playoffs. And Hackman's just like, no, I'm sticking with Keanu. But, he said I could pick my team. Right. Yeah. He says, you, you know, you said I had autonomy. And Warden more or less just tells him, yeah, well, <laughs> I lied. We need Martell to win. So you can go fuck yourself now. So Hackman goes and meets with Keanu. And he tells him, hey, Martell crossed. And... Keanu's just like, I bet Warden said that I choked with the game on the line, didn't he? He says, well, it's that's what's best for the team, I guess, right? Martell's got it all. And Hackman says, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have heart. Okay, then. But so Keanu's cleaning out his locker. Martell shows up. And he's just like, hey, man, hey, I, I, I'm really sorry. Uh, it's It's terrible what they make you guys believe because they, they really make you believe that you're better than you are. God damn. He says the, the cruelest thing that these guys or that they give guys like you is hope. Fucking that asshole. is so low. And so Keanu's just like, you know, he takes the high road and he's just like, take care of my guys. And then yeah, Martel is like, Martel goes, she deserves better. You're a sinking ship. What the fuck? Yeah, so How now you're you bringing his relationship me? into this? Like, it's like, hey, I also fucked your mom while I was at it, too. Yeah. <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> right in the butt. <laughs> no. So back at, back at the end zone, uh, Orlando is now dancing with no shirt. Yeah, he's, uh, he's living it up now. One of the cheerleaders locks eyes with Roy. And he signs, I think he's signing like, you know, you're pretty. It's something yeah. like he's doing, circling his face. Some, it's like this and then this, which this. I know this is a great podcast, but. Yeah, they can't see you. I can see you, but yeah. 
I think that means pretty. I have no idea. I don't sign, but I assume that's what it is. Yeah. But she responds with the universal sign for blowjob. And he's like, all right. And he's like, oh, well, okay then. (laughs) Should I tell Pam? (laughs) Uh, But Keanu shows up and Reese Ephens comes up and he's talking to him and he's, Keanu tells him, hey, I, I, I'm out. Martel crossed. And he's like, Ethan's is like, when are you going to tell the guys? And Keanu's just like, I don't know. I, I really don't want to ruin the, the... And all of a sudden, Ethan's cuts him off. And he's like, cut the music! Keanu's got something to say. <laughs> I have to leave the film into this to film the next Matrix. So I have to go, guys. Sorry. <laughs> but Keanu tells him, you know, it's, it's, it's been my honor to play with you, but Martel crossed, so go out and kick ass. And so they, like, toast to Keanu. One of the guys says, you know, he's our quarterback. He's our leader. Most of all, he's our friend. Aww. But Keanu is so distraught by this whole thing, he ends up standing up Annabelle. They were supposed to have a date that night, and he never shows. Next game, the crowd is all chanting, Falco, Falco. Martel comes out and they're just booing his ass. Yeah, it's like, it's nuclear heat. It's go away yeah. X-Pac heat. It's go away heat. But first first play, Martel gets sacked. And Fumiko's like, maybe try scrambling next time. <laughs> but so they line up and Orlando Jones is across from this defensive back named Butler, who is played by the boogeyman. Yeah, this is pre his wrestling days. Yeah, the, the WWE boogeyman, who if if you're not familiar with wrestling, he was this wrestler who wore red face paint with like black polka dots and, and like worms. yellow, yellow highlights. Yeah, and he ate worms. He carried around a giant clock and he'd be like, I'm coming to get you and then smash the clock over his head. And yeah, he would like gyrate as he walked. And it it was cool how he did it, but it was fucking creepy. Yeah. He had like this big staff that he would bring to the ring. So that's, that's this guy. And Orlando Jones is just like, oh man, Butler, like you're great. I love you. Can I have your autograph after the game? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, I got, I got your autograph. As soon as the ball's snapped, he picks Orlando Jones up, throws him to the ground and then steps on him. And the refs are like, yeah, that seems normal. That's totally, yeah, totally legit. That's cool. It's Dallas. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, really. America's team. Yeah, home of the felons. But so Cochran fumbles. Dallas picks it up, scores a touchdown. Martell, again, don't worry about the flow of the, <laughs> the, the yeah. football scenes. Uh, we see Martell misses Roy by a mile, just completely throws the wrong direction. He starts yelling at Roy, even though Roy can't hear him. He says, you know, when I go right, you go right, not left. And he calls him an idiot, which apparently Roy read that, read his lips that time because he goes after him. They, you know, kind of push and shove each other around. The next play, they run the same play. This time Roy goes the right way. He's able to catch it, but he fumbles. Dallas scores again. Yeah, they basically, I think they called the same play just so Roy would get jacked. Pretty much. Yeah, it sure seemed that way because to run the exact same play, Against professionals, you, know, you don't do the that. The defense is going to see that, yeah. And yeah, yeah, remember, these are all, like, this is Dallas's regular team now. But the we see the loan sharks are at the game. So they're kind of, you know, 
staring Ethan's down. Martell gets gets in it with gets into it with Hackman. Says, you know, out on the field, I run the plays, not you. Hackman's like, well, that's not how I coach. And yeah, Martell, who do you think you are, Russell Wilson? <laughs> Martell's well, Russ, Russell's had autonomy, but uh, yeah. Martell does not. Hackman's like, that's not how I coach. You call you call the play that I call. But so they're down seventeen nothing at halftime. They're heading into the think locker it'd be room. A lot worse. That seems a yeah. manageable comeback, you know, spread. Yeah. I, for like all of the fuck ups that we see, Dallas only scored two touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, it should be closer to 31, 38, I would imagine. Yeah. But they're heading to the locker room and the interviewer stops Hackman and says, hey, what's, what's your team going to need to do? Or what's your, what does your team need in the second half to, to come back? And he says, heart. What does that mean? He's like, uh, uh, how, uh, what's the Spanish word? Corazon. Corazon. <laughs> I kept wanting to say cerveza. <laughs> I'm like, that's not <laughs> that's right. Not, that's not right. And she's like, I still don't understand. He just like points at his chest. And she's like, well, you heard him. They, they need heart. And Keanu's watching the game and he's just like, I've been summoned. <laughs> this is the bat signal for Keanu. <laughs> I will win this football game. But so in the locker room, Hackman basically threatens to bench Martell, which apparently there's no backups on this team. No, there are 22 players. Yeah. 21, I guess, because Favreau plays both. That's true. Martell is basically just like, you know, being a diva, being like, this is my fucking team. But Keanu shows up and Hackman's just like, what the hell took you so long? And Martell tells him, you know, you all you will ever be is a replacement player. And Keanu goes, you know what? I can live with that. Damn. And so the team throws Martell out of the locker room. They head out for the second half. Big pop for Keanu. Yeah. 75,000 people go nuts. He runs over to Annabelle. He's like, I'm sorry. And she starts telling him about the defense. She's like, you can break down the defense if you do this. And he just he just grabs her and kisses her. It's like, thanks, coach. <laughs> I love John Madden goes, uh, he's necking with that cheerleader. He was not necking. <laughs> and Pat Summerall's like, players are not supposed to be fraternizing with the cheerleaders. <laughs> it's not 1954, Pat Summerall. Come on now. And then Keanu looks at Animal and goes, you give me strength. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she's like, you're late for work. Hackman's given his his rah-rah pep pep talk and he says, look, tomorrow the strike ends and Dallas has made one critical mistake. They have not shown you fear and they should because there is no tomorrow for you and that makes you very dangerous people. It's a very good point. The most dangerous people are the ones that have nothing to live for. It's true. Dallas Dallas has the ball? Yes. Yeah. Dallas has the ball. They snap the ball, and uh, all of Washington's players just attack the Dallas players. And I mean literally. Like, somebody spears somebody. Somebody clotheslines somebody. Somebody drop kicks somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's like straight out of Waterboy. Drop kick. Yeah. And then, like, they're down on the ground, and they're, like, kneeing guys in the back. <laughs> <laughs> get them kidneys boys and the ref's like you know 
unsportsmanlike conduct on number 56, number 69, number 42, 16, 15, 30, 40, 45 yards? No. How many yards? But again, <laughs> nobody gets kicked out. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is one of the least you know, realistic football movies you will ever watch. No, it must have been Washington ball because now they're backed up to the um, like the two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're backed up like the the basically to the to their own end zone. Keanu snaps the ball, gets it to Cochran, and Cochran just goes 100 yards, goes end zone to end zone for a touchdown. Good for him. He wanted to score a touchdown. Even B is happy. But <laughs> you heard that, huh? <laughs> yep. But in the process, he gets like hit as he goes into the end zone, and he just completely blows out his knee. Yeah, because he played one game in the NFL prior to this, which he blew out his knee on like the first play he ever did. And he just wanted to yeah. score one NFL touchdown. Yeah. And now he's dead. And- I assume they just take him out back and shot him on the horse. <laughs> like old he's, old- a re- <laughs> he's a replacement player. There's no surgery for them. Insurance doesn't cover it. Yeah, send him to the glue factory. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. But but he tells Keanu, go out there and finish what you started. Should I fuck the cheerleader now or wait till after, you know, because I kind of started that too. So what are you talking about? (laughs) So it's Washington's ball again. Don't ask. (laughs) Keanu scrambles for a first down, runs for first down, gets hit out of bounds, which I, I feel like this was poignant because he didn't slide. Right. Like it's, they don't make any mention of it, but I feel like that was that was that something was you were shot. supposed to notice. Yeah, that was a shot at Martel. And then the next play, Orlando Jones is able to catch a pass without the stickum. Ooh! So suddenly things are rolling. Yeah, we're getting some character arc here. Very very flat arc, but we're getting some character <laughs> arc. <laughs> yeah, this was the the first time that I really noticed that Favreau was suddenly in the offensive huddle. And Keanu is like, you feel like running? And he's like, nah, give it to Wilkerson. He's going to jail. Yeah. Okay. He's like, don't worry, I'll lead the way. So Wilkerson runs for a first down. Keanu gets down in the huddle and he says, look, I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. I wish I could say something classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. You know, it's kind of cheesy, but it's, I think, one of the greater movie quotes ever done. Yeah, it is. So Orlando Jones catches the touchdown. So by my count, it should be 17-14. Right. Next set of downs, Favreau's back on D. (laughs) (laughs) This guy just is just on the field at all times. Yeah, so is Wilkinson now. (laughs) Or Wilkerson. Wilkinson. Smith. Favreau. Smith, yeah. Favreau sacks the quarterback. They now have the ball back somehow. I don't know. And they're kicking a field goal. So, Just like that. But it's a 32-yarder, which, as Pat Summerall says, is just a, it's a chip shot for Reese Evans. And Pat Summerall would know because he was a Hall of Fame kicker. But Evans looks out in the crowd and he sees these lone sharks. And he's just like, he looks at Keanu, who's down getting ready to take the snap. And he says, I'm sorry. He says, I had the money. And then I blew it all on the ponies again. This <laughs> is like, I, I pissed it away. Pissed on it the away. Ponies again. And so he's just like, I'm sorry. And so you know he's going to 
he's going to muff it. Like he's, he's just yeah. going to blow it on purpose. He's going to shank this bad. So Keanu takes the snap and he pulls it away like Lucy and Charlie <laughs> Brown, you know, goes for the fake and he just runs. Guy tries to tackle him. He just shoves him off him like Marshawn Lynch doing the beast quake, you know, he just throws him. Runs for the end zone, plows into the boogeyman, <laughs> falls into the into the end zone for a touchdown. Yay, they win the game. Not so fast. Oh, god damn it. Flag on the play. Holding on Fumiko. Fu- Fumiko or Kumiko? Kumiko. What is it? Kumiko. Kumiko. I think Kumiko was from Kumiko. Was from Orgasmo. Fumiko's the <laughs> The center Prepare here. Prepare to meet I do. You still have a chance. Twins. Yes. Holding on Kumiko. 10-yard penalty. Replay. Whatever down. They don't care. So Hackman looks at Keanu and he says, what do you want to do? Punt. Keanu says, oh. Keanu says, I want the ball. You know, all movie. Hackman's been saying, Winners want the ball. And and that, you know, he insinuated that Keanu buckled under the pressure and when, when the game was on the line, he didn't didn't want the ball. So Keanu says, I want the ball. And so they get in the huddle. Kumiko's like, I, I'm I'm really sorry. And Keanu says, It's fine. Just make sure you rip someone's head off this time. <laughs> so he's like, all right, besides me, who wants the ball? And Roy does like a sign, says he wants the ball. So Keanu takes the snap, goes back, throws to the end zone. Roy brings it down, touchdown. Jack Warden's up in the owner's box like, I knew it all along! (laughs) So they win 2017. Washington's going to the playoffs. They're not going to the playoffs. No, the Martell's going to come back and try to win. Yep. But so we get this voiceover from Gene Hackman, and he says, you know, this paraphrasing but he says for these players there there was no ticker tape parade there's no endorsement deals for sneakers or soda pop or breakfast cereal there's just a locker to be cleaned out and a ride home to catch but their lives would be changed forever because they were part of something great and greatness no matter how brief stays with a man every man dreams of a second chance these men lived it and then we see them all doing the electric slide in the end zone and fade to black End of movie. End of movie. I was kind of hoping we get like one of those, you know, um, cuts to the guys and it has like, you know, Shane Falco went on and played like six seasons in Tampa. Yeah. Or something like, like that. An Animal House ending. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, been good. Nice. It would have been. Maybe we could do that since we already have something like that banked up. Where are they now? It's not. I mean... It's not quite where are they now because it would be where did they go immediately after. But yeah, that's true. Let's see. So we could what say what happened to replacements too. <laughs> Shane Falco uh, was signed by sure Tampa Bay, played six seasons, made the Super Bowl, but didn't win. Yeah, that sounds about right. Had three kids with Annabelle, and she died after the third one in a horrific car Jesus Christ! What the fuck? It was her fault. <laughs> are you just like? Trying to go after the critics. Oh, you oh you don't want a happy ending, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> we are gonna go dark. 
But it's the truth. She definitely died in a car accident at some point. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, and Andre and Jamal Taylor will have a new co-host. <laughs> Andre and Jamal played in the CFL. Oh, those two in Canada would be a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kumiko played one season in the XFL, then went back to sumo. Good move for him. Uh, Ethan's got his leg broken by the, <laughs> by the Sharks <laughs> and never played football again. <laughs> but he still has his bar. But his, yeah, but his pub is thriving. Yeah. Oh, what about Favreau? Where's Danny Bateman? <laughs> Danny, Danny Bateman changed his name to Patrick and... <laughs> <laughs> traveled back in time moved to new york murdered many people many many people in very impressive fashions uh gene hackman stayed on as washington coach and won the super bowl the next year oh with or without martell without or maybe hackman goes to tampa bay joins joins up with keanu I think they would pair together in some way. There you way. go. There's your new ending for the replacements. And Smith goes back to jail and no one hears from him again. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, this was your pick, so talk about it. Um, yeah, I, I love football movies. And this was right about the time when a slew of football movies was coming out. I think Friday Night Lights came out about the same time, Any Given Sunday. And those were very dramatic had really good football scenes um and yeah they were just they were very intense movies or this one came out and just like let's just have some fun football is a fun game let's have some fun characters let's do something fun and i thought it was fun i will say fun 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 again and yeah uh, this is actually i think this is the first movie that i like keanu in outside of bill and ted so um yeah I, I just enjoy it um speaking of any given sunday i saw boogeyman is in that as well holy shit i also saw that reef evans is in the new um house of dragons as well oh is he yeah he's like one of the main guys it doesn't even look like him huh uh, he's really good I in had, it i had not seen this before really yeah i I am not a big Keanu fan. Like I, I hear all the stories and I know all the memes and by all accounts, he sounds like he's the nicest person in the world and that's fine. That's great. I just don't think he's a very good actor. Oh, he's not. Uh, I mean, he's great as Ted Theodore Logan because oh. he's playing a brainless surfer dude, which basically he is. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean this, you know, he, he doesn't, do a lot of emoting or anything in this. He doesn't show no. a lot of range, but um, it's this per- movie's in his wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, he's perfectly fine in this, and it, it is a fun movie. Um, like we were saying at the top, you know, like sports movies are, are very formulaic, but uh, this was fun. Especially, it's, yeah, it's it's a ridiculous concept to think that a, a player strike would just they would just bring in replacement players and give them like four days and continue the season. <laughs> Yeah, they only do that with refs. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's... 
I almost wish they would have gone even more ridiculous with it just because the premise is something that wouldn't happen. Well, they did kind of, but it's kind of a, um, what is it? Uh, an Easter egg because in point break, Keanu Reeves was also a quarterback who had a really bad Rose bowl for Ohio state. Mm. And in this one, he was a quarterback from Ohio state who blew it in the sugar bowl. So good catch. I didn't even think of that, but no, I wish they would have had, I mean, like, like more characters like Favreau. They were just like so oh, yeah. over the top ridiculous. Um, I, I think would have been fun, but as it is, the movie's fun. It's, it's just realistic enough to still be entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I'll watch it again. Eventually it's been a few years, but yeah, I wish they could have gave phase on love a little bit more time, but he, this was kind of very, very early for him. He he hadn't broken out yet. Yeah. And I love Gene Hackman. Everybody loves Gene Hackman. Hoosiers is like the best sports movie of all time, and I will fight anyone that says otherwise. I cannot think of anyone better. That's probably the most realistic from start to finish. Yeah, it's just... it's Well, it's based on a true story. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't... Can't talk about that one on this podcast, but no, but no, this is, this is, this is a good movie uh, and it's on HBO max. If you have that, then you can, you can watch it on there without having it's to also buy on it. regular cable on like CMT and VH one coming up. I saw as well. Really? But who the fuck has cable anymore? I mean, I do. Oh, besides you, <laughs> probably most people. I'm a cord cutter. I stream. See, I like, I don't, I watch almost nothing on cable pretty much except sports and wrestling <laughs> and well yeah but it's like hey if you don't want cable it's 130 dollars, or you can get cable and it's 99 dollars. i'm like okay fucking give me cable then <laughs> all right <laughs> screw it yeah if it saves me money yeah fuck it it's a good point i think i got a home phone too because it saved me money like <laughs> Has anybody ever called that line? Or do you just I don't not even have know a phone? what the number is? I don't have a phone. What are you kidding? <laughs> you are breaking so many hearts of telemarketers trying to feed their families at night as you're eating dinner. Ah, fuck them. I agree. I used, my dad and I used to fuck with telemarketers all the time. It was great. <laughs> so if you enjoy the replacements, or if you don't, uh, but you enjoyed this, then. Think about heading over to Apple Podcasts and giving us a five-star review. Uh, let us know what, uh, I don't know, Kevin, give me something. Um, sign language. Use some emojis and we'll try to figure it out. Yeah. Tell us what you think happened to Shane Falco after the, the events of this movie. Or, you know, uh, Coach McGinty or anybody from this movie for that matter. We, I mean, we all know that the tight end suddenly regained his hearing and started working at a uh, paper factory in, in Pennsylvania, but it was a good move for him. Yeah. Getting your yeah, hearing hear back. Yeah. Good move. Let us, let us know what you think happened to uh, any character from this movie, or just let us know that uh, you, you love our dulcet tones. Either way, give us five stars. And if, if you're not listening on Apple podcasts, if you got an Android device or something like that, you know, Spotify lets you give five stars. Anywhere that lets you give five stars, give us five stars. And like I said, if We're you can leave a man. review, I'm a five star man. <laughs> if you can leave us a review, 
it does help not only helps move us up the charts but if you want to give us constructive criticism we will take it to heart and uh we we will work on ourselves we, we we've actually taken some feedback and put it into use already so yeah and like i said just as long as it's constructive if you're just like yeah well you guys sound gay um I, Fuck you. Yeah, we can't help that. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, also, what would really, really help on top of that? Tell a friend. Just tell one person. We are not celebrities. We do not have a network. We are fully relying on word of mouth to try and grow this podcast. So if you could just, if you enjoy the show, just tell one person. That's all I ask. It's not too much. It's really quick to hit the share button. And send to a couple people. That's right. You can also check out our website, cultasplat.com. Uh, live events, such as that virtual live show that we talked about earlier, October 15th. There's Yay. information on there about that. There's also merchandise. You can make donations to the show uh, if you really like us. Anything you need is going to be on cultasplat.com. You can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're cultasplat on all those. If you want to follow me specifically, I am on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle. And Kevin, you are? I am Kevin Nescoda on Twitter and on Instagram. I am Nescoda, D-U-H. There you go. Hit us up. Love to hear from you. We'll be back next week. Until then, see ya. Bye.